everyone, this is Micah. Tao. And Simone. And you are listening to the Pocky Podcast. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about minorities in the entertainment industry, how we're represented, the roles we get, and everything in the center of that. But today we have a very special guest, a friend of the show. Say hello to Jordan Dion Stafford. Yay! Hello, hello, everyone. Thank you for having me. Hey, Jordan. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Oh, gosh. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. This is one of my lazy days, so I am just at home t- relaxing the stressing of my la- my work week last week. And yeah, and I get to chat with you awesome people. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, we're happy to have you, bro. Which also kind of want to get into it a little bit because we all were talking about The Little Mermaid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Since we're talking about minorities. In the entertainment industry so far. I mean, let's just do this right now. Everyone's yeah. thinking about it. <laughs> so far, it had a very strong opening week and is doing good overseas. Yeah. And it's still performing very well. So kind of wanted to see how, how you feel about that as a fellow actor as well, Jordan. You know, I feel that it's been a long time coming. Like, I, I'm excited that they decided to make Ariel a person of color. We have too many Disney princesses, I think, who are, you know, not of color. And to see someone like Haley Bailey play that character and bring like a black aspect to it or, you know, some melanin to the character. <laughs> I, I'm just happy that we were able to be represented that way. And I'm all for it. I feel that, too. And I'm I'm happy that it's getting a lot more like praise and it's receiving a lot more attention. Yeah. Because we all we all witnessed the continued backlash that went on with the cast. Oh yeah, and no, I, I thought Ish. I thought it was going to be a flop. I thought people weren't going to go see it. I thought like opening weekend, I thought numbers were going to be down for the box office. But I was shocked to see that people went out and showed up and saw it, and the good reviews and people were saying, "Oh, Haley, Haley was Haley was perfect." So yeah, I'm I'm just happy that all that was able to happen for her and for our community. Yay. <laughs> oh man because let's be honest disney has not had a good track record with its live actions <laughs> no <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 no they have not <laughs> i think the last one i watched was the the tragedy of lion king did i see lion king yeah, I mean, oh that that was yeah. the last one i watched the tragedy of lion king <laughs> Yeah, I think that, uh, the last live action film I saw from Disney was a uh, Mulan. Mulan. Okay, I saw that. Yeah, okay. a couple months ago. That was the last live action one I saw from Disney. I think we watched that one opening weekend. Yeah, I think we watched yeah. it at your house. We yeah. did, we did, because it was before it was before they started releasing things in theaters again because we were still in the middle of COVID at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. It was fine. It wasn't necessarily good, but it was fine. <laughs> it it existed. It, it That's was, how it we're gonna put it. I think it was really disappointing that they didn't like stick to some of the story of the original one, like Moshu. I wish they still had him in the live action version. Um, oh no the the moment they announced that there weren't going to be any songs in the yeah. movie. I was like, hmm. Yeah. Was that really a good choice, Disney? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I 
just stripped everything away and was like, okay, this is what we're doing. Like they <laughs> like, oh. took, I can make a man out of you. Like, yeah, that, that was the main song. I'm like, that's my song right there. <laughs> Oh no, okay. that's another thing. They didn't have Captain Shang. <laughs> they didn't have Shang. Yeah, <laughs> damn. So you know, I thought that movie could be in the, could have had so much more potential. They could have stuck to the story line a little bit better. But I think what they were trying to do, they were trying to get closer to the original legend where it was based on. But China has already made other movies based on the original legend, and let me just tell you, they were so much better. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. But uh, yeah, representation. Disney is trying. Disney is trying. It's trying in so many ways. But (laughs) there's other things that they're having issues with too. Like John Boyega. I always always mess up his last name and I feel bad. I'm sorry. But uh, a lot when Star Wars came out, again, backlash. But they were like, hey, we're keeping him on the poster and things like that. But then when they went to China and other places, they were like, "Mm, (laughs) he don't exist. That was just like an extra that we pushed up there. He's (laughs) with with the, the movies that came afterwards. He pretty much became an extra, didn't he? Yeah, they really. I have a confession. I've never seen Star Wars a day in my life. So, yeah, I don't know anything about Star Wars at all. You're good. You're good. You're, you're not missing much. You're, you're safe here. You're safe here. Now, on the outsides of, like, Twitter and everything else, so, you might get your Okay, own, so if you know the basis of Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter, you pretty much have the Star Wars story because they have kind of the same formula mold of... I haven't Chosen seen hero Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter oh. either. So. <laughs> <laughs> Growing up, my mom was always like, oh, Harry Potter, devil, don't watch it. Witchcraft. 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 Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I grew up and I just never watched it. I mean, I want to watch it now, but like, I don't know. It's not like something I'm like eager to see. I, I don't know. I want to see it, but I'm not like, oh, I need to see that. Hmm. Yeah. Well. Anyways, we're off we're off track. We're off track. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, we're getting (laughs) We do that a lot. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, that's kind of our thing. (laughs) All right. So we were talking about Ariel and representation and all Mm -hmm. that backlash stuff. So I don't know, jumping off of Halle Bailey and representation, I guess what are your thoughts on it just in general? What are your experiences? Because I know you're in the entertainment industry and so is Micah. Mm Mm-hmm. So what have you seen in front of the screen, behind the screen, on the things that you've worked on? I will say some of the things I've seen, my experience so far has been, like, when I'm on a set, my experience there has Mm -hmm. been pretty great. Um, Mm -hmm. Everyone's super friendly, helpful, resourceful, things like that. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to, you know, the auditioning, it sometimes is intimidating when you're going against somebody who is not a person of color because you're like, okay, Mm -hmm. these casting producers might want to, you know, stick with the norm and go with a a white person. Uh, We're Mm -hmm. not giving, we're not given the same opportunity, I think, as white people. Most of the castings I see on casting networks or actors access is always, we're looking for somebody of white ethnicity. It's, which, which is really sad, you know? And I still submit to them because like you know hey they may feel a little i guess spicy that day i want a person of color (laughs) 
so yeah, I, I still submit to those and I have got been able to like still get auditions for those. Haven't booked one yet, but I still get auditions for it, which mm-hmm. I'm you know, still keep doing it in case, you know, there might be that one that might want to bite. But going back to that, I see a lot of castings for white people and it's not. Does it specifically say on the call sheet for it? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh-huh. We're looking okay. for what's it called white, blue eyes, blonde. Mm-hmm. Full full scale then, breakdown description of like the whitest of a white white person. They'll mm-hmm. put it blatantly mm-hmm. on there, mm-hmm. and in some casting like material, sometimes they'll even describe exactly what type of black person they're looking for. Like yeah. this role yeah. is not for a dark skinned person, or this role is not for a light skinned person, or it's things like that. It's mm-hmm. it's wild. And I will say there was this one particular casting that I was, somebody had emailed me or messaged me asking me, it's like, hey, we think this will be the perfect role for you. How about you read this script and we'll touch base. So I read the entire script and I noticed that the only black people in the movie were thugs. Uh-huh. And so I go back mm-hmm. and they're like, so what'd you think about it? I said, it was really interesting. What, what role did you have in mind for me? Because he's like, I know one of the perfect roles for you. And he, he told me it was one of the thugs. I forgot the name of it, mm-hmm. but after he said it was one of the thugs, I mm-hmm. lost interest in that. And I was like, you know, I, I don't want to be in a movie where black people are only portrayed as thugs. Mm-hmm. So You I said that, that to the producer? I am getting ready to. It's actually still going on right now. <laughs> so, oh. Um, oh, oh, yeah, it, it's coming. I just need to figure out a nice way to say it. <laughs> so you know, I don't, I don't burn a bridge with potentially other people that want to. Thank you for, for the opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, I just found that to be really disturbing. That, um, and even you know, I don't like. I don't know if you've experienced this, even though in some other castings we see that black people are, you know, this thug role or this sassy black or it's, yeah, it's like stereotypical black. And I'm like, oh, yeah. we, can, we can be in college. We can be doctors. We can be lawyers. Mm-hmm. We can, we don't have to be that sassy black friend, that sassy black mom or, yeah, we're, we're so much more than that. Yeah, I've seen a few like that, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. It seems like thankfully to some other stuff that's going on like black panther and many other varieties of movies showing us in different ways exactly. and being successful yeah. which is the thing because <laughs> as sad as it is it has to go like ham sandwich through the box office before they're like let's you know let's invest some more into other things that we can see black people in yeah. you know but yeah i have seen stuff like that and i've turned down a few things there's just like you said that thug thing i'm like i don't know if y'all see me but like i don't know if i fit <laughs> situation. right like i'm like i don't oh, think God. i could play a thug at all at right. all you know what this is reminding me of this conversation was, or this part of the conversation it's reminding <laughs> me of two things do you guys remember malibu's most wanted they might be too young for they that. They might be. <laughs> they might be too young for I don't that. Know. I can't say <laughs> that was definitely nineties uh, movie, so they might be too uh, young. So then the other one, the other reference that I'm thinking of will absolutely date me as well. I'm I'm thinking also about a film called The Hollywood Shuffle, which was written by Robert Townsend, where he specifically Robert Townsend is a prolific black director in Hollywood who graduated from film school and could not get work in LA 
anywhere. And he ended up writing this film called The Hollywood Shuffle about basically what you, Jordan, and Micah are discussing about like, every time I get an audition, it's for a maid, it's for a drug dealer, it's for a pimp, it's for a a thug. Like, and he, it was coming off the height of the black exploitation craze in the 70s. So this mm-hmm. movie, this movie probably came out like, Honestly, this movie came out a decade before I was born. That'll tell you how <laughs> old this movie is. But he mm-hmm. wrote this film about how frustrating that was as a Black actor and maxed out all of his credit cards and made this film. And it is classic what you guys are discussing. So some, what, 40, 50 years after Robert Townsend graduates from film school, the fact that we're still having this conversation is mm-hmm. is interesting to me. Mm. In Malibu's Most Wanted, I'm I can't really quite remember the synopsis, but two black classically trained actors were hired to portray thugs in like a prank on someone and you see them like so uncomfortable like I I went to Juilliard. I went to Yale. Yeah. <laughs> like what? <laughs> Why would you ask me to all right, so Malibu's Most Wanted came out in 2003. Okay, yes. So Michael was six years old. Yes, we were in high school. Yes. <laughs> so yes, I am aging myself. I'm dating myself. You said it came out in 2003? Uh-huh. And yes. the Hollywood Shuffle, yeah. I think, came out in like... <laughs> right. I think the Hollywood Shuffle came out in like 1979. So like, I don't know. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, the Hollywood Shuffle came out in like 1979. So, but like the fact that there are still from 1979 to 2003, now to 2023, this is still the same conversation for you guys as Black actors. Does this mean sometimes that you go long stretches without working so that you can stick to your standards? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to remember the last prod, like my last major project I did. I think my last major one was a series called Coming Out, mm-hmm. but that was yeah, last year in 2022. And I did, I mean, I've had small work in between then, but my last major one was in 2022, last summer. Mm-hmm. And wow. then, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty pathetic if I have to say. <laughs> I mean, that's that just insane that, that you would, <laughs> yeah. you, you, because you want to stick to your morals and have a sense of standard and, and dignity and boundaries mm-hmm. around your work that sometimes you just don't work like that's that's mm-hmm. nuts i oof. i i had heard that from a few of like high profile actors but it always made me think okay so what about some of the up and coming folks or some people who are just like i like being a bit actor or i like being you know in improv or i like being a character actor how that works for them too Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, it, it's it's something. And yeah, it, it's really sad, if I must say. We shouldn't have to go, you know, periods without work just because, you know, we want to hold ourselves to a standard. We should be, you know, getting work consistently. Like some of our, you know, other cultures or mainly white people, we should be able to get <clears throat> roles sent to us like that, you know, where we're being consistently booked. 
for these lawyers and doctors and these directors and everything like that. We should be included in that. But I will say that that's far as the movie aspect, but as far as commercials, they are getting a lot more diverse and a lot more inclusive. And my commercial work has been far more, you know, frequent <laughs> than my movie work. And so I will say that about the commercial aspect and companies wanting to be represented by people of color, more diverse. And my, my more diverse aspect of companies are really getting good at that. That's good. That's good. So I know Micah just had, what was, he, what was it, a couple of months ago, he, you had the Vita water, vitamin water? Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. 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 I had that. A couple <laughs> months ago, yeah. <laughs> They're waiting on that check, but like, <laughs> you might want to talk to your agent shade, about that. But... I mean, you might want to talk to your agent about that. <laughs> That's okay. I go think get I just... you your go get you your paycheck. <laughs> I think I just burned a vitamin. I water was bit, about so. to say. <laughs> <laughs> Micah, you gotta be careful what you say. Listen, we still. You gotta be careful what you say, Micah. We still want our Disney check. So, (laughs) chill out, bro. (laughs) Oh, God. But if they didn't pay you on time, they didn't pay you. Pay the man, pay the man. Amen. Hey, Micah, you didn't get your money. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So, do you get residuals, Micah, for that commercial? No. No? Ugh. Mm -hmm. I bet you the residuals wouldn't be that much, anyways. Yeah, it's fine. It's good. I, 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 I just accept being paid. That's all yeah. I want. You know, <laughs> that's a whole other topic for a whole different day. Boy, boy. Um, these companies make millions and billion dollars a year, and they want to pay their actors like $500. That's a whole different topic. So different I mean, don't. we are in the middle of a writing strike right now. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, so I was about to say, don't, don't even get me started when they're like, oh, you can't work for any other commercials for like two years and you just paying me $500. Like, right. Like, you right. Need to give me two years worth of money then. <laughs> right. <laughs> and like, we're paying you 500 in food. Like, I'm like, mm. and then the payment's late. Like, <laughs> like, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> So again, the bridges I burned. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so if you don't mind me asking, how long have you, both of you, have been in the entertainment industry trying to get work? I've been in the industry for, gee, I think, four years now. Four years? And what about you, Micah? Jeez, God, now I gotta think. This <laughs> <laughs> is right out of college, so I'm kind of dating myself now. Um, well, excuse you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say since 2015-ish, but it's been okay. on and off for me, though. Okay. So I've been in it, and then I'm like, okay, I had to stop, do life stuff. So, okay. kind of. So, let me ask then, between when you started and now, have you seen a change, like a notable change, or is it just still kind of slow going, like how it is in Hollywood right now? Like, mm-hmm. you, you can comment with... In front of the screen or behind the screen or behind the camera, because I know the crew behind it also probably has changed a bit, too. Hmm. I'd say at least for me, it has changed a little bit in regards to because I have been seeing a lot more people of color behind the scenes as well now. And then a lot of them also making their specifically in the era that we live in. A lot of them have made their own companies now and there's a lot more going on indie wise that 
wasn't there when I was like fresh out of college, just like trying to get roles and things like that. So that has been kind of an excitement for me. And like a lot of the people that I follow now, I'm like, oh my God, like they're getting to do big things and they're making amazing things that I felt like I wasn't seeing when I first started. I love seeing that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would agree with Micah. I, I've been, I haven't been doing as long as him, but just to, you know, the short <laughs> few, four years that I've been able to do this amazing thing, I've noticed a little, you know, more people of color behind the camera. Mm-hmm. And which is pretty cool. I like seeing like an, an, an AD who's a person of color or, you know, a director who is a person mm-hmm. of color. But just having that representation behind the camera instead of seeing like no one who looks like me behind the camera, I, I just find joy in it. I but mean, it starts behind the camera and slowly it's going to filter into being in, in front, front of the, the camera. camera. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, it's up. To, it's off to a good start as far as I can tell. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Any questions? Uh, did Simone, do you have any questions I, as far as this topic? Well, or anything? okay. So I am very curious about how sometimes the, does the audition, I'm trying to word this carefully. Can you tell? <laughs> <laughs> um, does sometimes as an actor, the audition process give you a kind of uh, preview as to what your set kind of culture is going to be like? No. Okay. <laughs> because there are yeah. times no. where I've like You never read. know what you're getting ready to walk into. Okay. So the they really process. at any point in time could bait and switch, even if it is a predominantly diverse or minority cast or, or anything like that. Because there have been times where, like, I've read reports, like, recently, Nicole Bahari, there's a book from a Hollywood writer that's coming out that basically confirms a lot of her issues that she had as the lead of a Fox series. And after that whole thing kind of blew up, she kind of took a step back from work like Mm -hmm. acting and being in films for a while because she had such an unpleasant experience as the African-American female lead of a large scale, big budget network television show. So they, you really don't know until you get on set that you're probably going to have to deal with some things that may, may not be okay. Exactly. I mean, at least in my experience, Mike, I don't know if they give you a rundown of who, what's it going to be like, but as far as me, I'm just, yeah, it's, you get there and then you see what you get to work with. Yeah, that's, that's it. Because you can never even like get the vibe from the director or producers or anything when you're going to the last final parts of audition sometimes. Right. Right. Because I think you were telling me a story, too, some time ago about one audition you did and you just could not gauge the person at all. And he was just like, OK, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So oh, it's like, wow. Well, yeah. Like, um, how do you? <laughs> I was doing an audition for this. It was like a singing audition. My, my character was going to be like a singer. And I was I acted and I sang and everything. And the whole time he was just 
one facial expression the entire time. Stone face. Stone face, yeah. And I couldn't read him. And when I was completed, he was like, okay, thanks. And then, yeah, that was it. And so I was like, did I do great? Did I do bad? And then later on, he was like, you did so phenomenal, yada, yada, yada. I was like, well, well, thank you. But (laughs) it would have been nice to know during the audition. Right. And then he was like, well, you got the part, by the way. I was like, okay, cool. We still haven't started production. That was like three years ago. Okay. So, oh, wow. Oh, geez. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was, oh that was, that was, that I forgot about that, Micah. That was, that was something. <laughs> <laughs> like, I remember because I'm like, that is insane. Like, <laughs> oh, gosh. But, that must be nerve wracking yeah, just to not get a response. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> And I'm just happy it was like via video call because if I was in person, okay. I would have been like, okay, <laughs> I would have walked out so scared and defeated. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! <laughs> Put your acting chops for real life. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. So. Yeah, so you just never know. It's hard. You just don't know till you're in there. So I think that's why a lot of people say to just be your own advocate in situations. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I've kind of, which I don't know, Jordan, if this was the same with you. It's just something recently that I've kind of started being like, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. No, yeah. no. Like once it reaches a point, it's like, no. Where before I used to be like, I got to say yes to everything. Like, yeah, yeah. Nudity here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, what? Like, you know, because I would, yeah. And why? <laughs> like, that's why? My... <laughs> <laughs> I was the same way, don't, Mike. Don't yeah, fresh press like, this. Any audition don't that press press my way, mm-hmm. I would do it. Now I'm like, no. Yeah. We're not, we not yeah. about to breeze past that. Rewind, rewind. What's oh that? Like right. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan having a moment. <laughs> We're not about to breeze past that. Oh god. <laughs> so it was the same for you. We about to breeze past it. So it was okay, the same. Okay. For you. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, I got god. you. I got you. Because it's like I think especially when you start out, you feel like with so much of how hard it is to get roles or even auditions at times, mm-hmm. it's like you just got to say yes to everything. Like you're going to miss out on something. Mm, yeah. So that's just how it seemed to be when I was going for everything. So. Yeah. I'm and, glad to hear that you. And, yeah. and with this one, you know, casting person or this mentor I used to have, they were telling me, you know, try out for everything. You never know what connections you'll make and everything. You never know the people you'll need. And I was like, you know, I, I get that. I get that a lot because I do want to make great connections. You never know who can connect me with who. But there's also yeah. a certain standard I want to set for myself. There's always, there's right. a certain way I want to look on camera and to the world. And so. I do say, you know, try to go for as much as you can, but, you know, you should have a limit for yourself and what you will and won't do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am right there with you on that. It took me too long to get there, but I'm right there with you on <laughs> Well, that. I mean, you, you got to choose between wanting that exposure and keeping to your morals, and it's a very hard decision. Mm-hmm. So I commend both of you for that. Probably this person doesn't work anymore, so... I did have one gig that I said yes to. Oh, please tell me. Thankfully, it was never filmed. Thank God. It just kind of fell through. (laughs) But I remember reading the script 
And it was one of the things like we talked about earlier. I was going to be like a gang person. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Like, but before I'm like, gung ho, I'm in a movie. Yay, I'm doing good. Like, I'm like, <laughs> but, and just reading the script, it was just the most stereotypicalness I, you could ever think of as a Black person. And I'm sitting back thinking about it now, and I'm like, it was so bad to the point I thought it was a comedy, but it was actually being serious. (laughs) So that's when I'm like, oh. So I'm happy it fell through, because that's something (laughs) that would have been on, like, my nightmares for the end of time that I jumped on being a stereotypical what's up wiggling stuff like that like i'm so so was it a situation where the movie was just trying to take itself too seriously or was it actually trying to be serious and it just didn't fly winnie the pooh it was That Winnie the Pooh. I'm sorry. Oh God! <laughs> I'm oh sorry. gosh! That just reminded me of that they were trying to be so serious, and then. Oh no 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 no! Oh, did you hear? Speaking of Winnie the Pooh, did you hear they're making the a Bambi version? Oh, oh my God! God. They don't. Mm-hmm. No, I need to stop. I know. I'm, okay, I just got something because we all know about my accidents with cars. Maybe they'll cast the the baby deer that's still lingering for me since I accidentally hit its mother. It hit me, so that's <laughs> that. That could be baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, <laughs> oh god, I'm going to hell for that. <laughs> look, look. Considering the the episodes we've recorded, we're all going to hell. It's fine. Speak for yourself. <laughs> she was like, "Don't you oh, say that about me? Don't bring me in." Okay, that. you. She like you. Don't you drag right. me down to that shit. <laughs> I mean, you technically, I'm not. Okay. Technically, I'm not going to hell either because I'm not Christian. Right. So. So- <laughs> That's true. I'm atheist, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm Buddhist. So. Oh god! But I can still go. Don't put me down. Uh-huh. Okay. No. Right. I'm with you. I'm, I can still go. Don't put me down there. <laughs> I'm trying to be wherever y'all look, is. Look, 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 these are small infractions compared to other people. You good. Listen, because I'm really not like hiding government documents in my bathroom or, you know. You're also not committing mass genocides either. Yeah, I'm, I'm not committing war crimes or, you know, things like that. Right. So you write about right. that. Praise God. You good. You good. Please. He has word. better things yes. to worry about. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. With, I kind of want to know if, Jordan, did you kind of, when you started to, did you kind of end up taking something that later on you're kind of like, uh, maybe <laughs> you don't you I, I, you ain't gotta say you ain't gotta say no name no nothing yes i just want to know um, <laughs> there is uh, <laughs> something that i did take that i absolutely 100 percent regret i'm not proud of this project at all i just feel that it represents someone who i am not as a person and it, it follows me a lot of places i go and I sometimes feel, okay, if somebody were to look up my IMDb DB and they click on that show, or it can hinder my process of, you know, what if I want to get a nice job one day? What if I want to, you know, get another role one day, <clears throat> like a children's role for like a children's movie or something like that? And I just feel some of the things I had to do on this project could hinder me from it. 
And uh, yeah, I regret doing it some days. I really, I want to say more about the project, but I can't (laughs) without giving it away. We're we're trying not to get you in trouble. Maybe. I'm talking about. what I'm talking about too. But, uh, I don't, but again, we're not trying to get you in trouble. And yeah. also, <laughs> there may be a little bit of hope. I mean, there was a man during the 70s, he played like a pimp drug dealer in black exploitation films, and he ended up on Sesame Street in the 80s. Oh. And was a longtime oh. player character on Sesame Street. So, oh, wow. I didn't know that. It may not be totally hopeless. And what's the actor's name? I'm get my pen. Gosh, Act, and you know what? I think he's Pete, Pete, something Pete. He's Holly Robinson, Pete's, or Robinson, mm-hmm. something like that. He's Holly Robinson, Pete's father, I think. Okay. Okay. Man, I need, let me, I need to go talk to Sesame Street. Give me some Sesame Street. <laughs> I mean, look, Sesame Street, it, 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 say what you will, but Sesame Street has launched many careers. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they really and it, it, it's lasted this long, and you're talking about res- representation. Sesame Street has been there yeah. since almost the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they really have. Mm-hmm. They really, really have. And I, I love Sesame Street to this day. I don't watch it. <laughs> I don't like <laughs> watch it. But whenever I do see like them posts on social media, I'm like, hey, I grew up watching that. Right. <laughs> I love Sesame right. Street. Yeah. Look at him still going and doing the thing. Yeah. We like it. My favorite character was Big Bird. <laughs> oh, yeah. Classic Big Bird. <laughs> I think I liked the Cookie Monster. Cookie Monster. Solid. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. Monster too. And like, speaking of Sesame Street, they just introduced their uh, a new character who's Filipino. Yeah. Like a Muppet Filipinos. And yeah. I think last year they introduced their first Asian Muppet character, too. So look, does, like, Sesame Street doing it. <laughs> They really are. Hey, Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> I found the name of that guy. He played. Oh, what's his name? He actually, his birthday is today. That's really funny. Oh, oh, wow. Wow. His name is Rostel right? Hunter Orman. And he played. Roscoe. He played Gordon Robinson. Oh, okay. Gordon. Oh. Mr. Gordon. Okay. Yeah. And he yeah. was in black exploitation well, I mean- films. And like played a pimp with the big coat and smacking people and all, mm-hmm. all kind of not okay stuff for children, but was able <laughs> to pivot. So yeah, it's still possible. There is hope. There is hope. There's hope. There's still light for me. I mean, there's like there's a fine line between doing what you have to do for that exposure and then changing it afterwards, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You are a you are a young man. You have many years to change it around. You're good. This is true. This is true. I just, I just <laughs> need to find a nice way to part ways with this project. Yeah. I mean, do a lot more other projects so that it gets buried at the bottom of your IMDb <laughs> and like, yeah. only only like only the really deep divers will actually get to that part of your mm-hmm. profile. The real nitpickers. <laughs> right. I mean, speaking of IMDb, me and Micah just looked at his the other day. Mm-hmm. And that we did. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just say I need a lot more projects. <laughs> oh. but, I mean, 
Micah, aren't you like one or two jobs away from joining SAG? That Technically. Oh, Technically. Oh, different. Discussion. Hey, Micah, you're going to be a SAG? Yeah. Mm, no? Jordan. <laughs> kind of i am yes and i i don't want to be yet <laughs> well no as as he phrased it forcibly joining sag yeah yeah you could only do sag projects then you didn't get that much bread well speaking of unions mm-hmm. are you in the union jordan i am not in the union i'm not that experienced enough yet to be in the well i haven't had that much projects to get into the union just yet and so hopefully here's hoping one day I can get in there sooner rather than later. I mean, I don't want to pay the fee to be in there, but it'll be nice to say I'm a SAG union member. Yeah, you got a SAG <laughs> card. Oh, you, you'll get there. Trust me. I just think I I just want to be independent a lot longer. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of independent film companies here, so you're in the right spot for it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And then, my, my, That's a good thing. Micah, I don't know if you had the problem of like wrong credits being added to your IMBD profile. I looked at my IMBD the other day, yesterday mm-hmm. or two days ago, <clears throat> and it says that I was a part of this major Fox production and I played a character Ooh. in it. And I was like, well, where is that check? Because. <laughs> <laughs> I was not what? part of that. Excuse me, Fox. Yeah. <laughs> okay. and I was acting with some big name. I can't forget his name, but he was up there with Samuel Jackson and everything. And I was like, oh, oh no, I was, no, I was not. <laughs> so I was like, bro, I was like, he's saying he he ain't joined SAG. Here's the actual script. He's been there the whole time. He's like, shoot, I'm on Fox now. Like, he like so yeah, I think it's yeah. They, I, I, that's on my IMDb, and I guess I'm a part of that. <laughs> was it someone with like the similar name to yours? Are they just like what happened with? I that? have no idea. I don't think there's too many people with Jordan Dion Stafford. I, I try to like go by my full name since I don't think there's gonna be too many people with that name out there. Yeah, but it said Jordan Dion Stafford has my picture on there and everything, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> They said the character's okay. name is Otis. Otis. Yeah. I don't remember that playing Otis. want to look it up. <laughs> <laughs> did you Did you have it and you didn't remember or something? Was you like sleep acting? Right. Like, did I? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, I'm, I'm, trying to re- I'm trying to pull up the show now on my computer here so I can see what it says. Let's see if I can do this quickly. Oh, Justify City Preville. Premiville? I don't know. Yeah, but, yeah, it's a lot of big names. The dude the dude from, what's his name? What's his name? What's the name of the show? Uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, the, the uncle. He's in it. Oh, <laughs> shit. What? I'm in it. Keith David is in it. Dang! So, yeah. Yeah. Sir. I don't think you would remember, though, that if you were there. <laughs> uh, definitely. Uh, yeah. I really remember that. It's on FX. It's on Hulu. <laughs> Sir, <laughs> cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've, <laughs> I've had a mess up my name for credit, but I have never seen them give somebody a whole series like shoot, exactly. Come on. <laughs> a, a, a character, I don't know what's his name, Otis. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. 
Maybe it's just a new promo or something, you know, just having you in the show so that way you can watch Where, it. What I was hoping is, like, it. it hasn't started production yet, and then I, I get an email saying, hey, we like to cast you for this. And I'm like, oh, is that why my name's on this? Like, yeah, we're already thinking about you. <laughs> you, know, you know how they be doing cast and stuff, so that is not too far fetched. Well, I'm going to put uh, that into the universe yes. and hope that for Manifest you. This. So, yeah. Manifest it. <laughs> oh, man. That is crazy. <laughs> so speaking on it, oh, given the roles that you have done or have been given, is there a dream role you would want to get in the future? And that's for both of you, <laughs> Mr. To both of you in the acting <laughs> sphere. Mike, do you want to go first? You seem excited there. Uh, <laughs> I was excited for your, for your answer. Me. Um, <laughs> well... <laughs> My dream role would be to play the live-action version of Miles Morales. Oh my god, yes. yes. I would love that yes. so much. I already have like a whole TikTok. I still haven't seen the new movie yet. I haven't seen it either. Well, I was supposed to see it last week, but I something came up. Sorry, Micah. We were supposed to see it, and yeah. But I hear good things from the, the second movie, but <clears throat> I have a whole TikTok of me portraying this character. And mm-hmm. I guess people like me. <laughs> I have like 60-something K followers on there. I haven't Ooh. made a video in such a long time, which I need to do. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I would love to play Miles Morales. Look you going trying to join the MCU. That's <laughs> 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 my boy. He gonna get it. He gonna get it. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. <laughs> Manifest to put that in here, too. Uh, maybe I'll see that on my <laughs> IMDB one day. When... What? <laughs> like, oh, I guess I do, too. <laughs> Oh man. And Micah. <laughs> don't 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 pass this up. This is for both of you. <laughs> okay, so it's from the goal is always like a bar. I want to be in a Marvel movie, but I really want to play this superhero that I grew up with, which I feel like is kind of maddening that they have not gotten a live action yet, and that's static shock. <gasps> yeah. Yes. Yes. It's yes. just it's oh, I could so see like, you. I could so see you as Virgil. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, putting that out in the universe, I found it insane that they haven't. Like, they've done... But then again, that's back to the issue of them not really... I mean, it's taken into... them... It's taken them this long just to get a Blue Beetle movie out. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. And even so, it's taken them this long to do a quote-unquote Miles Morales movie, even though it's animated. So, hopefully, because I know, what is it? They already did Black Lightning as a TV series. Yeah. So, hopefully, Static Shock is not too far behind. Put it in the air for you, Micah. I hope you get that. I have not seen Static Shock. Don't come for me. (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's fine. Uh, My brother used to watch it a lot. But I I just didn't like watch it with them. Look, look, mm-hmm. you were born after two thousand. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, my okay. my brother loves Static Shock, so I know about it. But I don't I haven't watched yeah. it. So, but I'm still <laughs> manifesting it for that for you. Thank you, and I'm manifesting Miles because I can't see nobody else playing him but you. Uh, so, well, thank you. He like. <laughs> I mean, there is a fourth Spider-Man movie coming out soon, so I know. Um, I need to jump on it. I need to act. I need. To, I really need to I get know, to right? contact Sarah Finn. Like, <laughs> hey, lady, <laughs> you don't know me, but I know you. 
<laughs> right? <laughs> but you want to know. But you want to know me. <laughs> Here's my TikTok. <laughs> oh, Jordan. I think I've kind of had this issue, but I was wondering, do you also worry about from previous roles getting typecasted from some of your previous projects? No. no. I don't I I I don't worry about that too much. I think my whenever I do like my acting reel, I try to have like a well range of what I can do. And so when people do mm. see me, they see all the, you know, types of ways I can play different things. And so no, I don't I don't worry about that. But I do get a lot of roles of little boys. <laughs> So, I'm 22. But, uh. Okay, so no, no, it's very much on brand for Hollywood to cast 20 year olds to play teenagers. So, the fact that you can play young. Yeah, yeah that's a good thing. That means you're going to keep getting roles. Because let me yeah. just tell you, older than I look. So, it's fun. <laughs> Yeah, like, well, Hollywood, <laughs> Hollywood loves their twenty-five-year-old teenagers. We know that. Yeah, yeah, I just hate when I see them on screen and they look well over twenty in their twenties and thirties. I'm like, ah, what's this? What's this super super times five senior doing <laughs> in this scene? <laughs> the, the hello, fellow kids, senior. <laughs> hello, fellow. Hello, fellow kids. <laughs> oh God! Look. I love Steve Buscemi. It's okay. (laughs) This is probably a good place to wrap it up. One last question and then we'll wrap it up. So you've both of you have mentioned your dream roles and what you are going to manifest for yourself. So as far as the whole Hollywood sphere and landscape, what do you hope to see in the future for the industry itself? Not necessarily for you, but for the industry itself. You know, I just hope to see that everyone who is a part of the industry, whether that be an actor or um, behind a camera in the writer's room, everyone that is involved in the filmmaking process, I want everyone involved to just be paid what they're worth, be mm-hmm. able to access the the tools that are, you know, that are ac- not that are accessible by other people. I want them, I, I don't know where I'm going with this. I don't, I don't know what I'm trying to say here. <laughs> but I just want everyone, people shouldn't have to go on strike to show what they're worth. Mm-hmm. I want people to say, hey, this is a problem. Can we fix it? And I mm-hmm. want them to get fixed. People shouldn't have to go on a strike mm-hmm. for that. And so mm-hmm. in the future, I hope to see that no matter where you are in the moving process, movie making process, show making process, that you're valued mm-hmm. and you're listened to. So I do know, I want to say one good thing that I've seen from this writing strike, because I think I was too young to really realize what was going on when the last writing strike was happened, is that a lot of people are advocating for the writers. Yeah. And I think that's always going to be a positive, just advocating for each other. Yeah, so exactly. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to add on to what you said. It's like, I hope that that trend of advocating for each other continues. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And I love seeing all yeah. the famous actors out there with them, protesting right. with them. And right. It's, it's right. a breath of fresh air seeing that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Micah? Uh, that and 
to add on to that, I also just want to see more investment into different stories being told for minorities and just yeah more stuff for all of us because we've seen yes. like we've talked about look Panther, black look, Panther, let me tell you things. let me tell you what everything everywhere all at once has done for the asian community oh, i was gonna bring that I'm up saying, oh, you cannot. <laughs> i cannot like the fact that it just promotes the idea that Asians as the quote-unquote model minority that we're allowed to be messy <laughs> thank you thank you yeah I think it because I think one of one of my favorite casters talked about it too and it was like shoot if you just seen everything everywhere all at once and then the beef show y'all would think Asian people was insane like you know, oh no like, <laughs> oh no you say this but joyride is about to come Which out next I'm month so looking forward oh god to. yes I'm so looking forward yeah. to <laughs> Oh my gosh. But But more stuff like that. That's what I'm excited for and wanting to see in the future for all of us. Just a lot more investment into things with us. And also it being able to happen without having to need something else aggressively to succeed, to just be able to happen. You know, Mm -hmm. because we we all know on this this panel that if we get invested into and it flops, they like, we just gonna back a little bit. <laughs> because so. a larger majority is allowed to have projects and movies and shows and films and even, you know, large scale media experiences that are flops <laughs> for, for a lack of yes. a better word. Or honestly, oh just not interesting. Yes. There's a big, you know, controversy yes. right now about the idol on H on, on Max mm. and oh, how okay we've given a nepotism well, no. baby with a porn addiction a green light to make whatever <laughs> yeah. he wants and this is yeah. what we're getting back yeah I've, I've seen that you know when will yeah. black directors black actors black or even other POC directors and writers and creators be allowed to make the projects that they want to make regardless of whether they flop or are well received or they do well or not and still be able to have an opportunity to continue to grow in their artistic journey as you know as it's as it's said about the the larger majority contributors to the mediums so i'm interested in solidarity Mm -hmm. continuing and i'm interested in mm-hmm. everybody having a chance to fail upward because that's yeah. honestly all art yeah. Yeah. artistic endeavors is it's failing upward <laughs> to be honest we should be allowed to fail and still not have to worry about hollywood using that as a reason to not cast or not certain invest. people exactly. because mm-hmm. they're not going to make money yeah because let me just tell you every single big name actor that you can name has had at least one at least movie one. that flopped and they're still doing and they're still doing still doing just mm-hmm. fine and sometimes even yeah. if it doesn't so. flop just because they're like okay well we gave you one like joyride next month i'm like i want another debaucherous comedy of women uh, of color look, whether it does look. well at the box office yes, or not we had girls trips <laughs> you know we have joy right now i want where okay what what a latinx girl said what a latino girl said you know what i mean like because <laughs> quiet as is kept all of us as women when we get together and we are left unsupervised we yeah. are a hot mess so i would really enjoy everybody getting a chance to have that yeah 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good note to end this on. Yeah. Well, thank you, Jordan, for coming. Thank you. Thank you for um, having me. Before we leave, is there anything or where, where can people find you? You can find me on all social medias, TikTok, uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, all at the handle Real Jordy, R-E-A-L-J-O-R-D-E-E, Real Jordy. Mm-hmm. And yeah, everything social media, Emily. Oh, wow. All the social media. I hate social media, but. <laughs> I'm mostly active I am on Instagram. Old so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, do you mind if I. There's this one upcoming movie that I'm going to be in. Do you mind if I give it a quick shout out? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, go awesome. ahead. Okay. Awesome, awesome. Well, so I'm going to review this movie called Passport Bros. And Passport Bros is basically, it's going to be, have y'all seen The Hangover? Yes. The Hangover, we've seen Rush Hour. Well, I haven't seen Rush Hour. And then uh, there's another series called uh, Emily in Paris. So basically what it's about is these three guys who knew each other back when they lived in the Philippines. They reunite after 25 years and there's a lot of whole comedy twist and everything's getting ready to, you know, some stuff's going to happen. A lot of twists, turns, comedy. And I get to play one of the younger versions of one of the main characters. And so, yeah, that's basically what the show's about. Very quick and thing. And what what's the show's purpose is they want to show the film. It's, it's going to be based in the Philippines. And so they want to, you know, okay. show exposure to the Philippines, show the beauty of the culture, show the diverseness of the the country and for them to see that, you know, there's everyone who have all aspects of life in that country. And they just wanted to shed light on that. And so that's Passport Rose. And I'm going to be in it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I'm excited for you, man. Well, y'all heard him. Check it out. It's coming out soon. Soon. It's coming out soon. We're in pre-production. Coming out soon. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But that's going to have to be the wrap for this episode. Got to thank you, Jordan, so much for coming on with us. Thank you for having me. Yes. And as always, you can listen to us and see us everywhere you listen to the audios, as well as follow us on Pocky, P-O-C-E-E, pod, P-O-D, on all social medias. But until our next episode, thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you later. Bye. Bye.